This podcast has been recorded by Tracy Rudson and features her views on the National Audit Meeting that took place in London on the 4th of July 2007. This is a download from the Clinical Audit Support Centre Limited. To find out more, visit www.clinicalauditsupport.com. The Department of Health organised a further clinical audit workshop for the 4th of July 2007. This time it had a specific focus relating to linking clinical audit and revalidation, which took up the morning session, and in the afternoon discussion turned to clinical audit training. Overall the workshop was smaller in number than the one that was held in April, with approximately 50 attending. It was also noticeable that the proportion of audit professionals present had diminished considerably, certainly compared to the previous meeting. The morning started with an update from Dr Helen Lovell. She's Quality Strategy Policy Team Leader from the Department of Health. This included information about the National Clinical Audit and Patient Outcomes Programme Tender. The tendering process will be complete by the end of the year when the contract will be awarded. Helen also provided information about progress in relation to the new National Clinical Audit Advisory Group. Draft terms of reference for the group were circulated and it indicated current thinking around the group itself. And some pointers for this were that the group will advise the Department of Health on matters relating to clinical audit. They'll make recommendations for action required to improve audit at both a national and a local level and recommend how best the Connecting for Health programme can support national and local audit. It is envisaged that the National Clinical Audit Advisory Group will be supported by a National Clinical Audit Forum, a wider group open to all stakeholders and therefore providing a broad range of expertise. This is something I would very much welcome, providing the opportunity for clinical audit professionals and those who have significant clinical audit components to their roles, both inside and outside the NHS, being engaged as part of a national forum. Possible membership of the National Clinical Audit Advisory Group was also discussed. Representation may be drawn from the Royal Colleges, non-medical professional organisations, so those for nursing, therapies and social care, NHS commissioning, research, statistics, audit expertise, and that'll be at a technical IT level, and obviously for those currently engaged in managing major audit programmes. And the Department of Health would also like lay representation on the group. The advertisement for the chair of the group is likely to be advertised in summer 2007, with the chair and members to be appointed through the Appointments Commission. Professor Martin Marshall, Deputy Chief Medical Officer, provided an informative presentation relating to revalidation. He talked about the new model for professionalism, which is outward-looking, has a shared body of evidence-based knowledge, and focuses on patient and public partners. He considered that clinical audit would be central to the revalidation process. Questions from the audience following this session focused on the tender process for the National Audit Programme rather than clinical audit and revalidation. Some present were particularly concerned about issues of professional leadership and ownership. 
there were some very forthright comments from individuals linked to national organisations who suggested that local audit is vacuous and that funding should be taken away from local audit programmes and allocated to a broader national programme. The debate in relation to the quality and content of local and national audits clearly continues. Group work provided the opportunity for further discussion of the issues raised in relation to clinical audit and revalidation. Issues raised included whether some national audits were sophisticated enough to be able to provide individual feedback in their current format. The National Audit Programme currently doesn't include audits in every speciality area and therefore local audit programmes would play a very important role in developing projects or supporting those clinicians with clinical audit. It was also felt that clinical audit is part of a portfolio of areas that will be assessed as part of revalidation. Feedback from the first workshop held back in April was provided by Dr Claire Stebbing and the information she provided is included in our news update podcast for the second quarter of 2007. The afternoon session focused on clinical audit training. I provided a presentation to the group and this covered a range of areas. Reviewing what evidence and information is available in relation to clinical audit training before looking at the future of clinical audit training. I made suggestions in relation to a number of areas. Firstly, a nationally accredited clinical audit qualification for clinical audit staff. Secondly, accreditation for clinical audit courses attended by healthcare staff. Thirdly, ensuring training and teaching qualifications are attained by those delivering training as per new national standards. And finally, I suggested the Department of Health might like to consider providing a basic online clinical audit training module available to all staff working in the NHS. Group work sessions provided further input and feedback. Overall, participants on the day considered that all staff within the NHS should have access to training, although it was important that a variety of courses and knowledge levels were catered for. One size certainly doesn't fit all. Suggestions were raised about including clinical audit sections in some professional and academic journals, in turn raising the profile of clinical audit as an educational activity. Overall, accreditation of courses was acknowledged positively, although it was highlighted that this can be hard to achieve and that staff delivering accredited training need to be appropriately qualified. The link between training, clinical audit and revalidation was also discussed, with many considering that healthcare staff need to be appropriately trained in clinical audit, methodology and techniques to ensure that the projects they develop are appropriate for their revalidation purposes. Again, this was another successful day organised by the Department of Health and there appeared to be plenty of enthusiasm in the room to look at the future of clinical audit. There were a few omissions, for example details relating to feedback on the top three action points from the previous meeting were not fed back. There was also no indication of whether a third national meeting will take place in the autumn. However, I feel the Department of Health are starting to make progress with clinical audit and it will be good to get feedback from the quality team at the department in terms of what their plans are for the future. This broadcast was recorded on the 27th of July 2007 and is copyrighted with the Clinical Audit Support Centre. Reproduction of this download is prohibited. Rebroadcast of this work is forbidden without the expressed written consent of the Clinical Audit Support Centre team.